What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of From Broadway to Belmont. I am your host, Chris DeSellums, and with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Kevin Koff. Kevin, jump in, say hello. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 23. Good to be back. Another week in the books. All right. Sounds good. Um, Yeah, no, I mean, another week in the books. Is my audio showing up on your end? It's doing the same thing again as last week. I'm just going to keep going, though. Just going to keep going. (laughs) So now, so 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 that everyone knows, you know, we have some technical difficulties with where we uh, where we where we Zencast record pods are, almost it every to, week. Yeah, it's ever since the update, it's been a little wonky, but you know, it's still a good platform. I have no, so nothing that's a little, bad to say. A little inside the pod for you. Um, <laughs> you know, busy week for both teams. A lot of lot of games played, and um, not a whole lot of news. So this is probably you know, if if you're looking for news and funny tidbits, you know, it's not the not the week to come to yeah it might not happen well i mean i'm gonna we're gonna try to make it as funny as possible but there was not a whole lot of news i think this was this was a very tame week for the nhl uh tame week for both teams i think uh they both just played some games since we last recorded the rangers played three games um or four games and um they won a little bit of a win streak um how many games do the Islanders play? Four, two? Uh, we played three, all against the Philadelphia Flyers. We were supposed to play four tonight against Boston, but it was postponed. Uh, yeah, yeah, that 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 hurt my fantasy team. But, uh, <laughs> so, ah. so I have a couple of uh, pointiolis here, a, little, a couple notes um, outside of the games um, that are pretty quick. First and foremost, Jack Johnson. RIP a dead bitch. He's not on the team anymore. He's basically done. He I think had I think I forget what it was. It was some like uh hip surgery or some some surgery he had. Some done. sort of surgery, yeah. He's he's, he's done out. for the season though, till July. Yeah, they're like, oh he'll be yeah, yeah. They're like, oh he'll be ready in June or July. I'm like, who's like what do we one, do we think the Rangers are gonna make it that far? That's kind of up in the air. But I mean with the way they're playing if they keep it up, potentially, I don't. I th- I think his tenure with the Rangers is done. And I think I think his time with the Rangers went as Jack Johnson as it could have gone. He was just awful on the ice. Contributed nothing in the locker room. Contributed nothing in general. He was just kind of ex- he was just kind of there and getting a paycheck. Um. So, no. I mean, I thanks for nothing. Feel, I guess feel, feel bad for the guy though. He's had a rough hockey career. Now the injury too. It's just a shame. I mean, I know he's like not a think best this player. Is, I but. think he's. I think he's gonna call it. A, a, I, I, if I'm him, I you gotta call it. I don't. I, I don't think he he plays another game again. Um, I think he probably retires unless maybe he, the, maybe the AHL. He could maybe go down he goes. There. Yeah, I mean, unless he yeah, if he wants to play AHL hockey, he has that opportunity or go overseas. I think his NHL career is over though. Um, I also saw today. Um. In Elliot Friedman's um, thirty one thoughts, thirty one thoughts, yeah. yeah. Uh, that if who is it? Um, now I'm forgetting a what, team. What oh, team? the Flyers. I think it was oh. the Flyers. I think that they're looking to get their to upgrade their defense or something. Ryan Ellis. Yeah, and if they can't get Ellis, their next best option would be Mark Stahl. Yeah, I I did see that they were uh, looking at Mark Stahl. I was gonna actually text you about that. And I forgot, so I didn't think that was that very interesting. That he's got some trade value. So funny to me. It's it's that'll fix them. This is the people will learn that this is going to be a Flyers. Um, not a hate episode, but like we're gonna probably rag on the Flyers a little bit just based on how the week went, which I'm sure you guys have heard about already. <laughs> but um, I'm not quite sure Mark Stahl is exactly the fix that we are that they're looking for over there. I mean. 
little preview into what I'm about to talk about. One of the best days of my life so far. Um, That's a bold statement. <laughs> one of the best days of my life happened last week, and I think Mark Stahl is better than two of the players who were minus six. That's impressive. Folks. Plus minus kind of sucks as a stat. Oh, it 100% but, does. But it's still, not, to, it's, be, it's, to be minus six is like – that's impressive, nonetheless. Like that's bad. Yeah, no. Plus, minus is not a stat you want to be like. If you, it, I guess, like if you watched hockey in like the nineteen seventies and the eighties, mm-hmm. you're like, that's how you that that's how you determined if a player was. That's good. all. What's that's their, all they had. Their plus yeah. minus. There was no Corsi or PDO back then. Yeah, <laughs> it was like it was just it was it was just like what you saw. It wasn't even like they weren't even using the eye test. It was just like, what's the plus minus? Can they fight? Yeah, Bobby Orr, Bobby Orr, plus eighty five, good hockey player. I mean, not, Bobby Orr is a great hockey player, but that's besides the point. But um, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, that just shocked me that the Flyers, if they can't get right, it's like like you you're shooting. That's like the yeah. ultimate. Like you have such a big plan A, and if plan <laughs> B A doesn't work out, it's like you have like a makeshift plan B, which is like it it should help, and it's like it's a flat spare yeah. tire. Yeah, like what is that like? Yeah, like, oh, we're going to get this really good, like, top 10 right-handed defenseman, maybe top 15 now because he's got some injuries. Ryan Ellis isn't even coming back this season. Like, you know, but, like, we'll get Ryan Ellis. Like, if not, like, hmm, do we go after, like, Ekholm or, like, somebody else now? Let's go after, like, Mark Stahl. Like, that's that's our guy. Very weird. It's 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 so weird. Like, um, Ryan Ellis is, is, is like, I, I feel like he was – so hyped up like i feel like he was like one of those players who was about to like kind of like explode a couple years ago and then like just never really did he just kind of like a good player and no, he's a good player i mean he's not like the superstar no like he's definitely series, a good but... player but i feel like he's like people were like all of, like on like his yeah. hype train where that like, was a big they were like he's this train. great great defenseman he's this great beard and then it's like now it's like three or four years nice removed yeah. you know a couple injuries he would look nice next to pro rob though i will give them that That'd be a nice um, little pairing. That was yeah, interesting, though. Yeah, but uh, all right. So back to so back to the p- couple of points I had. Um, yeah, so Jack Johnson is is done. Uh, I think his career is over. Uh, Vitaly Kravstov, baby. The Rangers posted a video of him skating today. Very excited about that. I think we'll see hockey him play player him. skates. Very exciting. I, think, I know that wasn't the point, but <laughs> I think I think we'll uh, be seeing him uh, in a week or so. But. Yeah, so he finished his quarantine officially. Uh, he had a cardiac screening done yesterday that I assume had to go well since he was skating with doing a free skate today. I would and, think so. And uh, he'll be with the team tomorrow. And then, um, yeah, as of today, he was cleared to skate. So he did a just skating around, shooting on Igor and stuff um, just because Igor is still day-to-day. But uh, other than that, n- not much else happened in, in Rangers world. Is there any Islanders news you want to touch on before? Uh... Um, I'll do the quick points before, like once you're done with the Rangers. But let's just let's just keep going with the Rangers right now. All right. So, for uh, yeah, so um, they played Philadelphia last week, and I'm going to touch on that game last because that's the game I have to. Talk oh, about of course. Most. Come on. How can uh, how can we play- not? They played Washington back to back. They lost one, uh, two, one, and a heartbreaker. Ovi scored uh, twice, like right in front of the crease. Georgiev has terrible rebound control. Um, so I'm, I've realized that a lot this year because a lot of times he gets scored on. It's because of a rebound, just guys in front just whacking at a puck. Um, so they lost two one on Friday, and then uh, on Saturday they lost three to or they won three to one. Uh, pretty dominating uh, performance by them, and then they beat Buffalo yesterday by a score of five to three. Buffalo now a little bit of a fight uh, there is on a the fourteen, <laughs> a little fourteen 
game losing streak, tying the highest losing streak in the NHL since the lockout. Yep, so, since the since the shootout was implemented, like yep. that's a, that's really impressive. Like you have to you have to be real bad. Like I saw a tweet that was like it was like oh top five top three cities that deserve a hockey team. It was like number one Quebec, number two Buffalo, number three Houston. I was like, yep, that sounds about right for about uh, where they're at right now. Like pathetic. It's bad. I feel bad for every Buffalo Sabres fan out there because I'm like, it's a really good place to play hockey. Like that is a hockey and football town. Yeah, and. It it just sucks that, um, the team it, it it like it's just run so poorly. You just don't know what to do besides blow it all up. Like just you just have to restart at this point. And it's gotta like, be on the players I at think, some point. I I do too. yeah I, for sure. But I like I don't know. I feel like I was listening to Chicklets this morning and Biz actually made a really good point. And he was like, um, was it Biz or RA? It was one of them. But they basically suggested that, like, you know, Kevin Adams, you know, good guy, probably, you know, could be successful down the road. But, like, I feel like where the Sa- – they were, like, where the Sabres are at right now, you kind of need someone who has developed a team before, like a Jim Rutherford-type guy who knows how to build a success- successful team and just find that guy and just be like, you, you, we need help. We need you to rebuild the team and like just kind of be aware that this guy's gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna cost this much, but you know, it's gonna take a while. And that's the thing, it's gonna take such a long time for Buffalo to even like, I think, get back to being like a playoff team again or just being good again, just being above 500. It's I think gonna like be a that's while. gonna especially take five when, years, especially when you can't attract free agents. Like, there's really no pitch you can sell for Buffalo right now. I'm, I'm impressed to get Taylor Hall, but like. It's a very devoted hockey city, but between the weather, the location, the um, the teams you play, the the current state of the organization, like it's gonna be a while. They need to really hit on some uh, some talent, for sure. Um, but yeah, no, that was that. And then um, yeah, so back to one of the best days of my life so far. Um, last, let's Tuesday. see what happened. Uh, yeah, like oh, Chris, did well, you get married? Wednesday. Did you did last you have Wednesday. a kid? Oh no, the it was a Rangers game. <laughs> Nope, it was a Rangers game. Yep, <laughs> I will always, re- I will always remember March seventeenth, uh, St. Patrick's Day, ah, twenty twenty one. The Rangers beat the Philadelphia Flyers by a score of nine to nothing. Never seen, I've never seen anything like it in my life. It was nine to nothing. I turned the game on early. I had some family over, so I kind of was watching a little, like. I watched most of the first period, but like wasn't too too like tuned into it. I caught the period that matters, which is the second period when the Rangers scored not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, but seven goals. They scored seven goals in the second period. The Flyers just gave up. Real, they just gave yeah, up. Oh god! Oh god! They they looked they looked so defeated. I think after the fourth one went in, they just no one wanted to be there anymore. Uh, Mika Zibanejad is officially back. He's he he looks like kind of you kind of figured he would bounce back. So good for him. Oh, for sure, yeah. But um, a little a little uh, a little statioli for everyone. Uh, Mika Zibanejad six points in that uh, in that period. <laughs> First start uh, of the week tied, for the NHL. Sign up, Sorry, which is tied for the most points in a period since New York Islanders Brian Trottier. Did it way back in 1978. I really hope I pronounced that right. Yeah, no, you did. The the, the storylines write themselves from Broadway to Belmont. Trottier's advantage ad. Like, I don't like that they 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 shared the award, but uh, 
it, it was kind of perfect when I saw that stat. I was like, ah, that's a perfect for the podcast. Yeah, pretty much. So, um, yeah, so this was the – so, like, my, what's funny is um, I think it was the – someone who covers hockey for Barstool posted about how this – or it might have been the NHL retweeted this article. It was. It was the NHL retweeted this article. I take that back. They retweeted an article about uh, the St. Patrick's Day massacre between like oh, the, yeah. the Wilkes, uh, Wilkes-Bear, Scranton, Penguins, and someone else uh, way back when. And it was just like there was like 10 fights in the game. Uh, and I'm like, I just thought that was weird because I'm because, and I get it. Like, it, it's it is extremely entertaining to watch. Like, I will never like be like, <laughs> oh, this sucks. Why well, it's just all fights? But I just, I, I, coming from just someone who just looks at things logically, I'm like, it doesn't make any sense for the NHL to retweet that because they're trying to get fighting out of the game. Not, I shouldn't say out it's of the game. It's coming back, but though. It's coming it back. It's definitely key. after this season. This season, yes, fighting is 100% back. But I feel like the NHL is kind of going – or it was going in a direction of you should only fight when it's absolutely 100% yeah. necessary. It's not like we're not going to be dropping the gloves every five minutes like it used to be. Um or, or, or have these guys whose sole position is to just fight people. Like, you do have those players still, but they, they don't that guy exist on the like sharks? they used to. Is that guy on the Sharks, that wild guy, Curtis Gabriel, just fighting everybody and everybody out in that West Division? Like, it's insane. Yeah. Cross-checking That's... people in warm-ups, talking to people like, oh, my God, this guy's a maniac. Mm-hmm. Like, that type of guy. Yeah, it's like you, they don't want, like, that kind of guy on every team in the league. Especially, yeah. Like, especially, especially now, since it's like you're – all eyes are going to be on you with the ESPN deal. <laughs> so, I mean, like, this is the new St. Patrick's Day Massacre, uh, 9-0 win. <laughs> That's one way to get Georgiev going. He was he was in the cage, right? Like, you yeah, wanna, like, he was playing he was, that night. He, he struggled before that game. Like, we'll, we'll just score nine goals and dominate the whole entire game. Like, that's a good way to get him uh, get him rolling again. Yeah, nice little shutout for him. But, yeah, seven goals in the second period. Uh, Mika had a hat trick in the second period. Obviously, six points in the second period, uh, and it was and he got his four hundredth point that night. So, um, and what I also found extremely funny about that whole thing is that literally hours before the game started, the Rangers put a statement out saying no coaches are available. They oh, got that, right, that was that game. Yep, David Quinn got COVID. All the coaches are in COVID protocol. We don't have any coaches, so they called up uh, two of their AHL coaches and Chris Drury, who's had success everywhere. I want him a part of this franchise forever because I didn't realize. It seems it, like, like he's going to be that way. Oh yeah, like he's just like he's just he just seems like a really nice guy, and just like he's literally had success like everywhere he's good, been. G- good so, hockey guy, like Team USA, yeah, oh, yeah. He's, Rangers, he's a great Sabers, guy. like everywhere he went, like he was uh he was always a good guy, good player, so. It's a shame yeah, that he's so, a he's a he's a Rangers exec now, but <laughs> good for you guys. Um, the, the Sabers could use him. Give him to the Sabers. Hey, well, yeah, uh, maybe. <laughs> Probably not. I think he likes the Rangers way too much. No, uh, yeah, no. He, he yeah he he just likes. I think he likes being with the organization too much, especially since like he's now the right hand to Jeff Gordon. Um, yeah. So he'd probably be uh, he'd probably be close to getting the official job if Gordon wasn't like so new. So yeah, I, I, well, yeah, I, I think if if 
JD ever decides to, you know, he wants Gordon out or Gordon decides, uh, I've done everything I can here. I'm going to go to Buffalo. And it's going to be, <laughs> try to say he, he, he decides he's going to Buffalo. Yeah. Chris would get, the it's going to be true. Like, I, um, I don't think there's any doubt that's going to be Drury the next time. Yeah. Not, Oh yeah, for sure. Um, also, but yeah, that's pretty much that. I, like that was just, it was just so exciting to watch. I think it was the and talk was- of the, it was David the talk Quinn's of the league. Um, <laughs> David Quinn yeah, got the win. That's the other funny thing. It counts as David Quinn's win. Uh, I, all of the games they've played, any game they've won, count towards David Quinn's win yeah. record. And I see people on Twitter. It's like, oh, like, oh, the fire Quinn. But like, it's still like his system. Like the the guy, the NHL coaches are coming in and be like, all right, like we're gonna yeah, change everything up. Like it's still like you still gotta give Quinn some credit, but like it is kind of comical to see this happen nonetheless. For sure. I'm I'm gonna butcher his name. I think it's like Knoblonk or something. It's like, sort of I, like yeah. A- but yeah i mean you can't say it was it was he was the mastermind behind that rangers win because it was like he didn't know he was coaching the rangers until one o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon approximately six hours before the game started <laughs> so he got a call and immediately hopped in the car and drove from hartford to new york it's electric. And, but but what but what helps is he runs he's he said he runs the same system that quinn runs yeah, in hartford sense. So he was like, Kinda every, to, he's, yeah, and, and Quinn, I guess, knew he was going to be, I think they told, you know, Quinn, I think, keeps extensive notes of stuff, but, you know, I, I think he had an inclination that he was not going to be coaching because mm-hmm. th- the guy who came up said there was notes and stuff left for him. So, like, he had, yeah, st- he had, had a lot idea. of stuff to read. So yeah. I have to assume that Quinn had an idea he might not be coaching that game. But also, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm going to Is he back? When is he back? It's got to be soon, know. I would assume. Maybe the uh, next yeah, it's five been, it's been a, it's been a, Yeah, it's been a week tomorrow. Uh, it's Tuesday. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, earliest is probably next week he'd be back. Yeah, I guess. It, Friday, yeah. Friday or Saturday would be 10 days. So early next week, probably. Uh, he might come back for Kravstow's first game if Kravstow's ready to go in a week. Um, that'd be cool. That'd be very cool. Um, oh, fun fact. Guess who was on the bench? Uh last night uh again on for the sabers since they fired uh kruger the other day i actually didn't think about that who who was it dan girardi part of the sabers organization he was on the bench last night are you for real oh yeah he was on the bench last night he was coaching last night (laughs) he's a part of the sabers organization now since when yes sir that's so wild oh yeah, yeah, look at was, that. Dan Girardi's coaching a fresh perspective for Sabres struggling defensemen. What the hell? It's like those guys like that. Like, why is he on the Sabres? Why is Alex Burroughs coaching the Canucks? Uh, not the Canucks, the Canadians. Like, there's some there's some weird ones out there. I did not know that. Because hmm. I know they hired an interim, but uh, Dan Girardi, the savior of the uh, the Sabres. Good for him, though. Continuing yeah, his career. It was, it was nice. I miss, I, like, I liked, I love Dan as a person. I think he's a good player like, for a while. Just. He was. He, but and the thing is, he's like one of those Iron Man guys where it was like mm-hmm. he put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into this organization and blocked a lot of shots. And it yeah. was like it all, unfortunately, kind of just came up at the same time. It, like it, it all caught up to him yeah. at the same, t- like all at once. And his play just diminished significantly from where he was because he really was like, like. And his whole story is fan- his his entire story is like it's amazing to just like read and stuff. But mm-hmm. I just yeah, just being the player he was, it caught up to him, 
And he really, at one point, was that shutdown defenseman yeah. that people he, have a, he didn't want to play against. People have a quick, like, way to forget. Like, he was a good player. Like, I'm not – he always had a rough ending, and he was never, like – he was he was a pretty good player. He was never, like, like top-tier defenseman, but, like, yeah. he, he was good enough to not probably get the disrespect that he did. Like, it was a little mm-hmm. rough ending. But I think the only thing you could disrespect him on is having a tribal barbed wire tattoo. Does he have one of those? Yeah, that's well. That's well. Yes, rough. he's got tribal and barbed wire. He's yeah. incorporated <laughs> both '90s tattoos into one. That's impressive. And also, like the guy was signed for like five point seven five for like a couple more years when he got bought out. Like, what is he gonna do? Like, be like, you know, like listen, like uh, who's the old, oh Glenn say they're like, listen, Glenn, like I think I deserve like three less years and like two million less dollars. Like, no, he's obviously gonna want get the best contract he can. Like, don't I can't fault the guy there. Like, just get your get your bag. Everybody would do the same. Come on, like don't don't fool yourselves. Like that's why I hate when people talk about contracts. Like, fault the GM, not the player. Exactly. Any any bad contract given out from like 2011 <laughs> to 2015, 16, 16 you can blame that. you can blame Glenn Saylor. <laughs> Those are some rough years in the NHL in general. I think they're slowly starting to learn. I think the 2016 free agency was kind of the end of it with uh, Ladd and Ocposo and uh, whoever else was in that free agency was. I can't. Willie Erickson was another one. Franz Nielsen. Like, I think that was finally the. I would hope they would learn after that, but. Who knows? But, yeah, yeah. free agency is going to suck this summer, too, because... Oh, it's going to be horrible. I mean, the expansion is fun, and then you have the draft, but it's like there's no really great free agents this year. The only one I'm really curious about is Ovi. I think he's going to stay, but never know. Crazier things have happened. Taylor Hall is interesting, too. He's going to enter that free agent market, but we all know where he's going to end up. (laughs) Seattle, baby. Let's go. (laughs) But yeah, that was quite the crazy game though. Like I remember looking, you were texting me. I was hanging out with my girlfriend. I wasn't really watching, and you were texting me, and I was like, I was like, what? Like it was just like, oh, six nothing, seven nothing, eight nothing, oh, dude, nine that was nothing. So funny. I kept <laughs> just sending those messages, and then eventually, like you read them all once. You're like, wait, what the fuck is going on? I was like, I was like dude, I was like, what? It's, it's 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 bad. It's really fucking bad. Like Philly's getting stomped. I was like, how do you let that happen? Like, I can't remember the last time there was a nine-goal win. I mean, I think Montreal had a 10-1 win a couple years ago, but, like, sheesh. What makes it better is was it was against Elaine Vino and MSG just mm-hmm. kept, like, shooting <laughs> over to his face. With fans. You could, just, you could just see, oh, yeah, with fans, too. Imagine that game happened at a full arena. Oh, that'd be, that'd be incredible. I I like if I would just I would just call the game if I was like if I was a coach I would literally just be like can we just end the game like do we not can we just not come out for the third yeah Elaine was definitely uh he has to be thinking thinking that like and I heard you guys the uh the Rangers fans were chanting we want Eichel against the Sabers mm-hmm. is that correct some good fans have, good do fans and then some fans are like boo him and I'm like I feel like. Ranger fans should get like an IQ test, and if you test too low, like you just can't go to games anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think a lot of hockey fans like need like that. like question one: uh, Do you enjoy the Potman sucks chant? And if you go yes, you've already You're lost out. so many points. You're out. Yeah. Like, uh, that's do you enjoy? So do you enjoy dancing, Larry? Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, nope. You're out. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
Yeah, there are some. Have uh, you, some interesting have you fans. flipped off the uh, the giant blimp thing that flies by during intermissions? Yes. Okay, you can come in, dude. Any any blimp that is in arena slaps. Like the Islanders have, a, they used to have a blimp. They don't think they do anymore. But like, that's sick. Like, it's not even blimp. like a blimp. It's just like a. It's this giant spherical drone that just yeah. goes around it's and not it takes really a blimp, your picture. And it like, it like you could see a video, and every time it goes by, I'm just sitting there like. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's oh, terrible. Okay, so we'll start. We'll 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 start, <laughs> we'll start the um the fucking um the the the, the off the rails portion of the show a little bit mm. early, just real quick. Um, I was about to go off the rails too, so please funny, go first. <laughs> funny story. Um, I was at this. I was at um Six Flags by my house. It's like thirty minutes south of me, and um I don't remember who I was there with, but um we were on the Superman ride and it's like that. It was like a normal roller coaster where it's like you sit down and you like, you strap in, but the thing like you, you you weren't sitting like you normally would in a roller coaster. Like it, like it went, you were sitting vertically and then it went up. So it looked like you were flying like him. Mm. And I had been on the ride before. So I knew like when the the (laughs) camera thing was coming up, (laughs) I wonder wonder where this is going. I double flip. Oh, I got another story after this. That that one quick. Double flipped it off when we went by, and um, when we got off the ride, I'm hysterically laughing. Everyone I'm with is is laughing just because like I was the only one that did it. They had to blur out every picture on the entire ride. No nice. one got to see their picture <laughs> nice. because this ruined me. a little like little Jimmy is looking forward to seeing himself on the roller and coaster. Then and the, you ruined then it. Then the guy pointed to me and he's like, "You could blame him." And I was <laughs> like, "I didn't do anything." <laughs> Thanks, Six Flags. Yeah. Oh my god! Um, yeah, so, so that was that. Was, I ruined I ruined a lot of people's day that day. Um, I also ruined uh, my parents' day when I graduated two years ago because um, it was at the Prudential Center where those trash ass devils play, mm. and um, I didn't realize that I was on the jumbotron at the time, <laughs> and I saw our friend Matt Quinn. And I thought it'd be funny to flip him <laughs> off. And I flipped him off. And the entire arena saw me flip him off on this. Because they have that giant ass. How did I not know that? I was there for your graduation. I didn't yeah. see that. <laughs> it was quick. It was a quick thing. But every, everyone in my family saw it. Because my brother pointed. And he's like, there he is. And my mom was like, oh my god. As you can see me just doing this to him. I'm like, fuck you. Oh my god. So those are my stories. But uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just, I mean, it's kind of off the subject of blimps now, but you know how many blimps are in the world? There's only 24 blimps in the entire world. That's my fun fact a, of the day. I listen to a, uh, a conspiracy theory podcast. They kind of just talk about, like, conspiracy theories and say how they're all, like, crocs of shit, but then just, like, <laughs> weird topics, too. Um, and, yeah, they were talking about blimps for a decent amount of time once, and it's, it's yeah, it's very strange how there are no blimps in this world. It's a little questionable, but, yeah. The blimps of the games, quote-unquote quote, quote, blimps. Think. Yeah, they're always they're always fun to uh, see flying around. A- intermission, like how do they? I guess it's I guess it's definitely like a drone because people control it. But, but yeah, I don't know. Anything else on the uh, the Rangers before we probably go off the rails again later? <laughs> no, nothing else really happened. They just played games. Uh, oh, they they're they're a second half team, so expect them to be a lot better. They're only three points behind uh, the Flyers at this point, and I think five points out of a playoff spot. So it's not bad. It could happen. It's not bad. Gotta get hot. Gotta hope the uh, the goaltending gets sorted out. I think that's probably the big thing right now. I think if Igor is ready to go soon, 
uh, and looks good. He'll slot right back in. I think Yorgio might lose his shot to Kincaid because I think Kincaid's been playing way better than uh, than a lot of people suspect expected him to play. Um, yeah, for sure. And I mean, the Rangers are, are won three of the last four, so they're looking good. Not bad, not bad. It's definitely possible. Speaking of Russian goalies, Ilya Sorokin, Segway, guys, eighth straight win. The uh, last night against the Flyers. I think that's not too shabby. Like too he's shabby really, he's really, really living up to the hype. Finally, um, good to see him come over. He's made some. He made thirty-seven out of thirty-eight saves last night. Like it was definitely his uh, his best performance. Uh, his coup de gras. Is that the right term? Maybe. But um, it was definitely great to see him get the eighth straight win. Um, I also they're looking good. I mean, three games against the Flyers. We got the Flyers when they're pissed off. I think uh, after the Rangers, it was literally the night after. Like you guys played them, smacked them nine nothing. We came in, we didn't play that bad, but um, they wound up winning four to three. I kind of forget what happened in that game to be honest. But they scored with two minutes left. The kid who had leukemia oh, last year. Oh, that's right. Oh my. Oh yeah. I was. I was actually really mad at that game. That's a. Yeah, I'm glad you remember because I didn't. The Flyers were up. 3 I had nothing. money on that game. That's the yeah. only reason why I remember. <laughs> oh yeah, because we were texting about it. like the, the like the Flyers yeah, were, they were up three nothing going into the third, and I'm like, oh, this bet it's gonna hit. And yeah. he texts me, it's three three with five minutes left. Oh I was my like, god, Are you kidding me? They scored with um 13 minutes left, with seven minutes left, and then five minutes left. The the, the usual I underscoring crew of Michael Dalcall, Sebastian Aho, and Oliver Wallstrom, of course. But I was like, oh man, like like I was so fun. Like, I never get fired up for regular season games. Like I've been watching for a while. Like uh it's like you know like it, it takes a lot, but like I was up like screaming when Wallstrom scored with like five minutes left and then two freaking minutes later like Scott Mayfield ices it, loses his man in the defensive zone and the fire score. It was like Come on, man. So that was a little disappointing for sure. But uh, bounced back the next game, scored four goals in the first period. I thought <laughs> I was hoping for a 10 nothing win, but it did not happen. Uh, Pajel got on the board again. Zizekas uh, got two. Uh, Fires tried to crawl back with one at the end of the first, but, I mean, they're, they're a mess defensively. I mean, I'm sure you 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 could speak on it based on that 9 nothing game too, but, like, they, they're a wreck. Oh, yeah. Uh, two players were minus six. Sanheim and oh, Myers, yeah. minus six. Two, two young guys. That's <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, I mean, like like we said, no you matter what, from that, so yeah. take that as you will. But <laughs> that hurts. It's minus six on the night. That hurts. You you're gonna you stayed up that night thinking about that. Like I I was a minus six tonight. Yeah, like no matter what you think of plus minus, like to be minus like, six. I, like, I did. I did. Next to not like I could have been just at home, and I think they would have played better. <laughs> <laughs> literally but yeah i mean four goals in the first though we're gonna have another repeat but flyers kind of calmed down i think the aisles also calmed down they weren't too too animated the rest of the game just kind of finished business uh that was a win for Ilya. and then fa- uh, fast forward to monday this was quite the game as well um like i said taroka makes 36 at 37 um when bomb scores again i swear the guy has like six goals this year five against the islanders like give me a break with that but uh, Wallstrom got on the board in the third. The guy, the guy's an animal. I mean, just straight up an animal. This is an Oliver Wallstrom podcast. Just what, what, a, what a player. But um, Bavillier scores an OT. I also don't really deserve the win. I don't think. Uh, but you know, I, I'll give him a break. Like they didn't play super bad, but it was enough to get the job done. But uh, regardless of the recaps, I think the two players that really uh, struck me these last two games. Number one, like I said, Sorokin. Supposed to a nine twenty two save percentage. Like. Not too shabby, my my Russian friend, but he's definitely living up to the hype. The white the white whale himself. So uh, 
it's good to see. I'm, I'm waiting to see that Igor versus Ilya's matchup still. Hopefully April. We'll see. Who knows, man? Who knows? It's got to happen at some point this season. We can't be robbed of that. But, I mean, the fact that he's won eight in a row, um, eight, two, and one, under two goals against average, above 920 save percentage, like, that's perfect. He, he leaves some bad rebounds. Maybe it's a Russian thing. But, I mean, he, he always drops down, leaves some bad rebounds, but can't complain. But the other one that got me very fired up was uh, Thomas Hickey came back for the first time. See, play last played in March 2019. So, just it was just under two years. Um, he got hurt in the NHL two seasons ago, missed like a fourth of the season, went to the AHL, got a concussion, missed like 30 games. Then over the, I forget which, it was 2020 at some point, like his brother had cancer and he passed away, unfortunately. So he took a big leave of absence from there. But, uh, the guy, the guy's been such a loyal Islander. The guys love him. Uh, he comes in, gets two assists in the first period of his first game back. Like that was absolutely electric. That was the, that was the big thing I took from this week. Everybody, uh, Everybody rooting for Mr. Thomas Hickey. And I think the big thing about that is it um, definitely makes their trade deadline a lot easier. Like, we would have probably needed a seventh defenseman, but if Hickey can step in, like, that's huge. I know the Rangers are uh, dealing with some defensive depth too with Potato now. And uh, who's the other, uh, who's the Finnish kid? Tarmo. Tarmo, yeah. Tarmo reunion, right? Right. Something like, like that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce his uh, last name. I have to listen to, to Sam. Sam. Sam Rosen got it. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. If he can get it, anyone <laughs> can get it. That's, that's pretty much how it goes. But yeah, I mean, just to just, just have Thomas Hickey back and going. I mean, he looked like he fit right in. It was a little disrespectful that he gave him number 34 and not number four. Well, four is green now, but they could give him 14. Like, come on, Islanders. But I mean, such as. Is that is that Peugeot wearing that? Nah, he's forty four. It was uh, Tom Kunhaka wore it the last two years, but like he's not even signed this year, so I don't know why they didn't give him fourteen, which was kind of strange. But I mean, the fact that he got two assists in his first game back, played meaningful minutes. He was playing in overtime last night. Like he he looks fine. Like he looks like he fit right in. Like I was surprised that he he took uh took like no no steps back necessarily. Uh, I guess he's got the hockey sense. The guy he went fourth overall. That's like kind of a crazy crazy thing. 07. Guy was a fourth overall pick. I mean, he's definitely got the skill. Mm, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's good to have him back. It's good to uh, get guys that, you know. Feel feel good story. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm trying to think when we picked him up. I think it was the 2012 season. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. This, this is almost his 10th year in the Islanders. Like, that's nuts. Yeah, God. I, I, I always thought he was on the Islanders. Uh, he got drafted by LA fourth overall. Never played. Oh. It was 07, and then he, he played a bunch of years in the minors, got put on waivers, and the Islanders picked him up and uh, never looked back. Let's see who who's that top five. So it was Patrick Kane, James Van Riemsdyk, went to Philadelphia, Phoenix to Kyle Turner. You went to my high school. JVR, really? Both the uh, Van Riemsdykes. Oh, Actually, no, all the Van Riemsdykes went to my high school. <laughs> oh, there's, a, there's more Van Riemsdykes. <laughs> there's James, Trevor. Uh, both of them were before me. Uh, I went to school with their younger brother, Brendan. Uh, he was playing at UNH last time. Uh, he was a oh, year nice. older than me, so he went to UNH. Uh, and then um, I think there was another one. And then there was another kid that I went to school with that was in my grade. I think after sophomore year, he left to go play for the National Development Program. And he got drafted by the Penguins in the sixth round. So he will probably oh, nice. never see the light of day. But um, <laughs> he'll, he'll probably wind up next to Crosby and score 20 goals at some point. You never know. They throw I guys mean, out there. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's he's 
in their minor league. I don't think he plays for the in their AHL team. Um, ah, so yeah, so that da- might be... I, d- I doubt that he was might taken be... <laughs> in the sixth round in 2015. Uh, so that's tough. We're almost 25, and he's not played. I don't think any. Game, yeah, 20... but, you know, I hear 2015. I think like oh, it's only like two years ago. Like maybe he'll make it. Um, Six. Is <laughs> uh, was it uh, Frederick Frederick Tiffles? Is that the name or not? No, it was uh, uh, Joe. Um, Starts with like an M, and I'm uh, Masonius, Joe Masonius. Ah, uh, yep, there it is. It was 2016, 2016. Oh, it was 2016? Yeah, there he goes. Yeah, he plays in the SPHL now. Hey, hey, that's a pro career, I guess. I mean, I don't know what they are. He plays for the McCone Mayhem down in Georgia. Word, but yeah. The 2007 draft, brother? Hickey. Uh, a, what a weird top 10. Zach Hamill, Keaton Ellerby. That was the year the Rangers drafted that uh, Sharp Panoff getting It's another sad story, but uh. Good for Hickey though. That's uh that was kind of the feel good story of the week. I mean, I hope he continues to play. I think he he could give Andy Green a much needed rest. Like that's that's fine by me. Like just run run with Hickey a couple of games with Dobson. I mean, he's savvy enough to keep up with him. Uh, give Green a rest because Green is like Green's old man. He's like well old for a hockey player. Like thirty eight. Like he's he's gonna need a rest at some point. I would assume. You know, he's a he's still been pretty good, but uh. I don't know. All I know is that at the end of the game, the minimum like 15 minutes time on ice, Thomas Hickey had the highest points per game in the NHL. So good for you, Thomas Hickey. But that was really about it. I mean, it was kind of just uh, – <laughs> Chris just gave a good old thumbs up. But uh, that was about all that happened this week. I mean, it was just a, a very anti-Philadelphia week. I've, we've been very nice with the Flyers, I think, for the, the absolute horrible performance they put on against both these teams, to be fair. What is the SPHL? <laughs> The, like, what is that? I'm guessing Southern something hockey league. Southern like that's a, Southern Professional Hockey League, yeah. So I feel like that's taking a step back. Yeah, Brendan Van Reems like another another CBA alum. He also plays in the SPL SPHO. Um I just yes. feel like that take that's like taking a step down from maybe he was playing in the ECHL. Say, I mean you're at least a little closer to, <laughs> to making it in the E, but is what it is. So uh, I guess we're 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 clocking in at thirty seven minutes right now. That's not bad. I don't want to end it too early. Yeah. I have the twenty twenty one free agent list open right now. So we'll run through. I, I'm not going to run through too many. We'll run through uh, top maybe 10? like the first ten fifteen yeah. guys, and we'll just say whether or not um, they resign with their team, retire. Yeah. Way too early. What? Way too a lot of these guys are no. A lot of these guys are mad old, so I wouldn't be surprised if they don't get deals. What um, uh, what 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 website are you on so I can pull up the list? Uh, I'm on sports uh, sport track. Sport track. Um, I do like sport track. I, I like how people will inside of the pod. Me and Chris, honestly, this is really just on the fly. Like we we prepare like a little agenda beforehand, but this is about as raw and real as you can probably I told my get. From this the other day, because uh, I I said something that made her laugh, and I was like. Yeah, I, I didn't write that down either. And she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I don't write anything down. Like, I have a list of topics I like to yeah. touch. But 90% of the time, or not even 90, 99% of the time, <laughs> I don't have thoughts in my head. I am just saying them as they're going. So that's yeah. why when, when I say things that you go like, oh, my God, why would you say that? It's because <laughs> it's just what's coming into my head at the moment. <laughs> Pretty much. But, yeah, all right, I'm on the list. Uh, oh, so we're gonna oh. do like we're saying like like a prediction like where they're gonna like way too early but we'll do another free agency episode like you you, you all know the vibes but we'll do it way for too sure. early one. all right go for it all right Ovechkin uh thirty six 
He's definitely going to stay have, until he breaks the goal record. Like he's yeah, gotta. he's going to stay, I think, in Washington. But yeah, I don't I know. So. I, don't, I think he's probably going to have to maybe take a pay cut. Yeah, I mean, from nine, maybe five, nine and a half. Maybe he gets um, like ten, nine, five, ten. But he's going to. I say stay, stays in Washington for another at least like two, three years. Ryan Getzlaf. Uh, maybe he leaves like Joe Thornton. You know, like not a lot of people don't expect it. I think he still wants to win a cup again. Yeah, so. he can maybe do one or two years at a team a cup contender if they need like depth. Um, Taylor Hall is for sure not going to be in. Nope. Taylor Hall, his situation sucks though because it's like he's going to be looking for a long term deal, and it's like, do you sign like Taylor Hall? Like Thirty. It's going to be like five million. It's not going to be a lot. I, I, where is he gonna go? Like Seattle, 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 Seattle. Cal- Calgary. Maybe I know Calgary kicked their tires on him. Maybe Colorado. Dude, if if he back. ends up, mark mark it down. Eight forty three, uh, <laughs> March twenty third, twenty twenty one. Um, if if Taylor Hall becomes a member of the Kraken, I will buy a Taylor Hall Kraken jersey. Book it. Word. We got. I'll start to go find me, and then you guys we got that on the books. <laughs> um, David Krejci, uh, Boston. I think. Yeah, yeah, no, he, uh, yeah, I think he stays in Boston. Um, probably like a one or two year deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuca, I don't know if Tuca stays. I, I don't think, think he, he. I don't think he does. I don't think he does, man. Where's really, he gonna yeah, go I, though? Like San I Jose? Uh, yeah, I, I guess a team that needs a, a goaltender. Not many teams need goalies anymore. That's the that's the thing. I don't know who. Like, He'll probably take a backup role too, though. That's the thing. Like here, at thirty four, going on thirty five. Here's a crazy one. Uh, I don't know. He's still good. He could be a one B at least. Here's a crazy one: Worth Pittsburgh trades Tristan Jari because he's not doing too good, and they sign Tuukka Rask and go Rask into Smith. That would be that would be hilarious. wild. That would be I would wild. love that because I don't think it would work out for them in the long run. <laughs> Tuukka, I mean, how old is Tuukka now? Where where 34. is he? That's not opt in, not <laughs> like oh my gosh! It feels like he should be like. 29 30. Nope. Like, yeah, he's 34. Sheesh. Like Ovechkin, 36. Getzlaf, 36. Taylor Hall, 29. Krejci, 35. Tukarest, 34. Derek Stepan, 31. He's, I didn't even realize, I forgot. I keep forgetting he's in Ottawa. He's not even on. He's uh, out for the, the season. He's done. Rip. I'm glad the Rangers didn't try to trade for him. That was, <laughs> that was, I heard that was kicked. Those, those tires were kicked around. Maybe he can, maybe, Twitter. maybe he comes back. Never know. Derek Stepan, uh, there's not uh, a spot for him at this point. Yeah, that's true. They got a lot of centers. I don't know where he would go. It's one of those where just like he's going to wind up somewhere random. Maybe he goes to Minnesota. He's a Minnesota guy. Yeah, maybe. Paul Statsny, I didn't realize Paulie he's a Walnuts. UFA. The guy loves Winnipeg. I mean. Yeah, I think he's going to stay in Winnipeg, but I, I didn't know. <laughs> we, we've, what, a, what, a, what a frequent flyer of this podcast who has no business being on this podcast that much. Paul Stasny. <laughs> I feel like it always pops up like, oh, Paul Stasny, he loves Winnipeg. Like, what is what is up with that? But that's my take for Paul Stasny. Uh, Zetterberg is on this list. <laughs> he's going to retire. <laughs> yeah, he's 40. He's 100%. He is, re- he is retired, basically. Like, he hasn't been playing in three years. No. Uh, Brandon Saad, 28, Colorado, left that's an, six- that's an That's an Islanders type player. Now that I think about it. I didn't realize I he's a UFA. I can see it. Throw him on the, like the third it. line left wing. That's not a bad shout, actually. I kind of like that. Maybe I start the Brandon Saad the Islanders hype train. That's yeah, not bad. That, that you, you, dude, that's how you do it. You become the Islanders insider. You just start throwing that around Islanders <laughs> Twitter. And then when it happens, that's when people start really listening to the yeah. show. You can mark that down here. 845. <laughs> March. March. What's today's day? March, uh, March 23rd. 23rd. Brandon Saad. 
Not definitely not a guarantee, but that'll be an interesting one. David Backus, retire. <laughs> um, Probably. He's. I think uh, he's in the. I think he's in the AHL this year. Like that's that's rough. It's tough, man. Uh, Alexander uh, Edler. Uh, you really weren't kidding when you said all these guys are freaking old. Oh dude, my yeah, god! Like, Holy every once in a crap! While, like, like is, <laughs> oh my like, god! Uh, like uh, we've read all these names, and the only people I would maybe entertain, I wouldn't even entertain Taylor Hall at this point. The only <laughs> people is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. If I'm looking for like a center, but Sod. I don't know. Yeah, like, Sod, Dougie Hamilton. Dougie's, a, um, Dougie's an interesting one. They just announced today that um, they're going to table contract talks at the end of the year. They, they sometimes say he might demand like ten, eleven million. Like, oh my god, I know he's a good player, but I mean, really 30, worth that I much mean, money. They got his stats here: thirty-one games, twenty-five points. It's you know he's it's pretty, definitely not bad. Right-handed no, too. That's rare. He's, right-handed. He's only twenty-eight. He's he's making less than six mil. He's only making five, seven, five. So it's like. He's a really he's, that's interesting. he's play, he plays much better than the money he's making. Yeah, that's he and definitely deserves probably, that. That's probably game. why he wants more money because he's like, uh, it's we've played thirty one games and I'm almost a point per player guy. I'm almost a point yeah. per game guy. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like she's and, you're, you're, I, and I'm getting less than six. Yeah, I'd say like um, eight nine. I don't know though. Yeah, Close. I think eight would be fair. I think and uh, uh, basing his like do, like Truba should be making less. I would pay. Dougie, what Truba's making? I think Truba. Yeah, the last fair. couple. Of, I think Truba could should be in like the six and a half, seven million range, and Dougie could be in that eight million range. Yeah, but eight like nine, flip, I think, is fair flip, for flop. him. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Steen thirty seven. Uh, Landis that's an interesting Landis. one. Oh yeah, he's the captain of yeah, Colorado, I think, right? I think he'll stay there, but uh, I mean, if they get rid of him, the Nate yeah. Dog comes captain. Would be well deserved. There's definitely some interesting names on this list, like down further, uh, like Tatar, Schwartz. I think Frederick Anderson leaves Toronto. That seems to be a, a foregone conclusion at this point. What, what, what is Marion Hosa doing? <laughs> Poor guy. Another guy that's career ended too early. Mike Hoffman back again. Uh, who else? Tyson Barry's going to get the bag this year. He's, he's like the, he's leading the league in points for defensemen, of course. But. Not bad. Oh Tyson. yeah, after an abysmal time at Toronto. Yeah, right. Yeah, he turned that goes around to, real quick. Goes to Edmonton, and so that just goes to show you that Toronto is an absolute shit show of an organization because he was a highly touted player in Colorado. Um, goes Very to good. Toronto, yeah. looks like shit. Goes to Edmonton, and is like one of the best defensemen in the league. So, um, Very interesting. if you're a Probably. defenseman and you look at that, you're like, okay, I, I stay away from Toronto because this was a guy who. Played really well before he went there. Looked like shit when he was there. Also because the media just like he oh, was the ridiculous. guy. He was the low. He was the low hanging fruit. It, as soon as they could send, as soon as the media there sends his blood in the water, mm-hmm. they they are unrelenting. Um, Tyler Bozak, I forgot he even played. Still, Jesus <laughs> Christ, nine games this year, three points, Not five great. mil. Sheesh. Not great. Who else is on this? Uh... Trying to think they're gonna be like super down low, making uh, no Kyle money. Palmieri. I w- I wouldn't mind him on the honors either, but we have we have too many damn right hand shots. We'll see though. Brendan Smith, he will not be a ranger after this year. <laughs> uh, I like Smith. I just don't think he's gonna be a ranger. Yeah. Uh, Especially all the defensemen coming up, probably not. Adam Larson. Loki kind of underrated. Not bad. Who else? That's a bad. 
There's a guy. Wait, what the hell? Oh, it's <laughs> I'm like at the bottom of the whole list, and I'm like, I saw John Torrell. I was like, what the hell? And uh, it, they have the four coaches whose contracts are expiring, which threw me off. It's Rod Brindamore in Carolina, Jeremy Colleton in Chicago, Torts in Columbus, and Jeff Blaschel in Detroit. Who knows where Torts goes? Maybe Torts is uh, Torts to the Kraken. That'd be wild. That would be fun. I think I don't think Torts is uh, too happy in Columbus, but. I no, I think his time in Columbus is coming is, to a close. Is anybody happy in the city of Columbus? Questionable. Doesn't seem like too hot of a spot. Sorry, Columbus. Yeah, yeah. they just got dragged by you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's not a horrible. It's definitely not as up to par as the years prior. Like, this is not a good free agent class. What does the 2022 one look like now? Now I got it. One easy quick, too. Yeah. yeah, facts. 2022. Woo! A little bit better. Uh, maybe okay, it's all right. <laughs> I I saw the first couple of things, I got really excited, and then I kind of came back. Dude, if this was like four years ago, oh, Evgeny Malkin, oh, PK Subin, if this Clutch is twenty, Rufo, Kessel, Chris if this Letang, is twenty twelve, like this is the best Frasian class of all you're time. You're like, oh my god! <laughs> I like how I don't know what happened with this list, but I like how it goes: Malkin, Subban, Giroux, Kessel, Latang, Ryan Lomberg, whoever that guy <laughs> is, <laughs> and then Flurry, Pavelski, Bergeron. Like who? It's like, almost what? disrespectful <laughs> to put the three players <laughs> after him below him. It's like, like Flurry, Pavelski, Bergeron, Kessel. It's like these are all legends. Who in is the Ryan NHL. Lomberg? Like no offense, for, I mean Ryan Lomberg's currently a great player because he's in the NHL, but like who? Johnny Goudreau. That's a, that's not a good one. He went to Maine. He signed a two-year, fourteen and a half mil uh, contract with the Panthers. Uh, he's guaranteed that money. Um, yeah, he got drafted. It seems like by the Flames. There's no way that's right. That can't be right. That has to be a. There's no way this guy's making seven point two five. There's no way. Yeah, this has uh, to be a mistake. Uh, yeah, it says his current contract is worth fourteen million, but his base salary is seven hundred thousand. Okay, his so cap maybe is they... seven twenty five. Oh, so they I think they added an extra zero. <laughs> That's yeah, why I saw high up on be. the list. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Oh my god. I was like, no way this guy's making uh, that makes sense. Sport track fuck. But on the thing, it's says his cap hit is seven twenty five, so it's okay. just the bio. They fucked it up. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Oh, I don't know what. <laughs> that this Mike Giordano, he's probably gonna retire. Um Mark. <laughs> <laughs> He's had a rough year over in Calgary. Calgary's in some trouble. They had Giordano, Goudreau. I didn't know this. This was the second year in a row they fired a coach midseason. Oh, yeah. They fired that Bill Peters guy because of all the uh, abuse allegations, which, yeah, really, that, which they were correct to do, of course. But Yes. And then they, now they got Suter. Someone said – I saw a tweet, and it was hilarious. They said, imagine you haven't watched uh, an NHL game since – it got taken off at ESPN, and then you try to explain <laughs> to someone that Daryl Suter is still coaching the Flames. <laughs> it was the last time he coached them when the NHL oh was on ESPN. God. He was like still 2003. The coach. Yeah, he's been there for like 25 years. Yeah, yeah, uh. he's been he's the longest tenured coach of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how they've been doing actually under uh, under under him. Let's see what their schedule's like. The last couple of games, lost to like two and two. Lost to the Senators, lost to the Leafs, beat the Leafs, got smacked by the Oilers. It's not, not looking too hot in Calgary. Seventh in the division. Sheesh. Not good. I didn't know uh Johnny Ham and Cheese has been in the league for eight years. That's crazy, been dra- he got drafted eight years ago. That feels like, like or how, longer. Some of these guys like 
it's crazy. Like this decade, like some like a veterans to retire, Crosby, like these these it's it's ushering in a new era. It's crazy. That's for sure. Um but yeah, no, I mean free agent this year and next year kinda stinks, but maybe maybe in twenty twenty three it'll be better. I like sorry, the, Mark, uh, sorry Mark Giordano for <laughs> saying calling you Mike. I like the top three, the top four in the 2026 class, of course, to, to look forward to. McDavid, Panarin, Price, Eichel. Oh, yeah. Give me <laughs> give me 2026. <laughs> Jacob Truba. Oh, my God. Peugeot. There you go. Anders Lee. Ryan McDonough. Kevin Hayes. A lot of, a lot of legends here. A lot of legends. Ha, that's not never – half of this is never going to happen because all these guys are going to resign or get traded. But still funny to look at. Only uh, – so what that? Only five years until McDavid hits the market? Yeah, 28, 29-year-old McDavid probably going to be making God. close to 20 million. I was going to say, does he we, I think we talked about that before. Like does he hit the 20? I think he will. For sure if the Wait. if the cap keeps going up. Oh yeah, by then it'll be not a flat cap anymore, but Or if it's Batman's league, it may it'll probably be a flat cap still. <laughs> yeah. That'd be crazy. 20 million dollar player. That'd be wild. What a jackass he is. <laughs> But yeah, right. well, it's about Trivia? that time. Yes. Yeah, thank you for time. sticking with us through the free agency talk. We might as well get some uh, get some extra content. But uh, yeah, we need some trivia. Wrap it up. I think I went first last week, so oh sure, I'll do two quick ones. This might be the last. I think I have like four questions left in this book. So this week and next, um, first one out of how many games? Sorry, wow, reading. How many games out of eight did the New York Islanders two thousand six two thousand seven team win against the Rangers? Out of eight. What year? Uh, 06, 07. Five? That would be correct. Not bad. Not bad. Always. We're, 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 we're getting very good at throwing this uh, this stuff at, the, stuff at the wall. But, yeah, hey, that's a winning record in my book, so we'll take it. And then uh, who was the Islanders' first head coach? Honestly, I had no idea the answer to this question. Um, well, I don't know if that speaks to me as a fan. Uh, it was apparently Earl Ingerfield. I have no idea who that guy is. I've never heard of him before. Um, uh, people just kind of rightfully hype up Al Arbor. I mean, he's one of the best coaches of all time, obviously. Uh, I don't know who Earl Ingerfield is. I don't know if anybody came after him between him and Arbor, but uh, I'll, I'll look that up while you do your uh, your trivia. Uh, yeah, I looked it up now. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> was there anybody he, between? Uh, yeah, he was. He just coached one season, 72-73. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and then this, he went six six twenty two and two. Good, good, good job, Earl. And I switched to Phil Goyette. Oh yeah, so it was so it's basically that Al Arbor was the second season. So does that first season really count? No. Uh, Earl, uh, what's it? How do you say his last name? Ingerfield. I guess Ingerfield. Um, in two thousand in the two thousand nine book, one hundred uh, Ranger greats, uh, the <laughs> authors ranked Ingerfield seventy ninth all time. Of what? Like so, New York. Oh, 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 really? Oh, that's interesting. Hundred great New York Rangers. He was seventy nine. Good for you, Earl. His yeah. uh, son played in the NHL. We're getting the whole Earl Ingerfield. He's from Manhattan, born on the island. Really? Yeah, Manhattan, New York. Oh, that's not too far from me. That's like thirty minutes, I'd say. Not bad. Uh, probably because his dad was living there because he played for the Rangers. Yeah, that makes sense. Quite the quite the coaching history though. Ingerfield. Who else we got here? Mike Milbury, Rick Bonus, the current stars coach. Peter Laviolette, Ted Nolan, uh, Scott Gordon, Butch Goring, coached there for two years. 
what a what a mess this this whole list is besides Arbor and Barry Trotz. My God, but yeah, that's all I got for the Islanders. Coming come to the close on this uh, this book, sadly. All right, let's go through my uh, my calendar of old ass Rangers events. <laughs> all right. <laughs> What goaltender played every game for the Rangers from 1936-37 to 1940-41? Every game? Is that not like a labor law violation? <laughs> no, because oh. he, he was only playing probably like two <laughs> games a month at this that guy, point. This poor, guy, this poor guy comes back from the coal mine. It's like, yeah, go go play every game for the Rangers for the what, not, next not, Yeah, years. Not only did he survive the Great Depression <laughs> and probably was like bagging groceries and worked at a bowling alley, but he had to play for the Rangers too every game for like six years. <laughs> Who was it? It was uh, Dave Kerr. I don't know if they have any relation to Steve Kerr, but that would be fucking hilarious. That would be wild. Spelled the same? Yep. I, I, I would highly doubt it, but never know. Dave Kerr. Uh, he's from Canada? Nope. All uh, right. We're already eliminating that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, not bad. Oh, my gosh. Guy was born in the uh, 1910. That's crazy. Sheesh. Uh, all right. This is a fact. March twenty fourth, nineteen eighty two. Uh, Don Maloney and Eddie Johnstone each had two goals and two assists in the Rangers' seven two win over the Pittsburgh Penguins. Cool. Nice. On March twenty fifth, nineteen fifty eight, who had two goals and one assist in the Rangers' five three playoff win over the Boston Bruins? What was the day? Uh, March twenty fifth, nineteen fifty eight. <laughs> Dave Crichton. Speaking of Crichton, they're holding on. Yeah. Any, any, uh, you guys, any March? If you made it this far and you're a March Madness fan, let us know. It's been, a, it's been a great tournament. Or one of my pools. One of my pools. Apparently, I have no chance of winning anymore. Let's even see. though I have Michigan winning it all. Um, the Big you Ten is uh, garbage. The worst or the most fraudulent college basketball conference of all time. Um, <laughs> You're tied it, for fourth in the Fidel League. That's not bad. I wasn't I'm first for I'm, such a long time. That I'm man. 15th. Damn. But, yeah, the Big Ten has had a, it's had a rough go. Had a rough go. The one that killed me was Ohio State. That Stem and Dam, San Diego State. San Diego State killed me. Yeah, San Diego State. All these big schools are like – like I was, I was saying to my dad, I'm like, this is gonna be one of those years where, like, if you go to like a trivia contest or like a sports trivia thing, like, this is gonna be a question. Like at the end, of, like when the final four, when we know what the teams are, you're gonna see a, a trivia question where it's gonna be like, how many of these teams were ranked below fifth in the tournament? Because yeah, it's like at this point, you have like teams that are like tenth. 10, 10 seeds 15 eight, 11 eight, like like oh you're gonna God. get a, a final four where there might be one like top five seed in the entire thing i, I love maybe, it though maybe I'm, houston iowa get, like like i don't know man every like all these big schools losing really makes me think that gonzaga is actually gonna win this year yeah this could be this could be the exact year i'm all for the chaos though my bracket is so beat up at this point like i don't care like please go for it but Definitely gonna be a definitely a fun year. For sure. I don't feel like looking at any more uh trivia for the Rangers just because it's all old. But eventually maybe we'll get back to the the more 
uh, you know, relevant years <laughs> the of, modern of, times. of Rangers. Yes, the modern times. Thank you for that. But again, <laughs> like Kevin said, if you made it this far, thank you very much. Another great episode in the books. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram. Uh, we're really trying to grow that page. We're going to be posting on there sooner. This, this um, week, yeah. Yeah, this week um, we'll be posting on there. Um following people and stuff you know trying to grow that page make sure you keep following the twitter page follow us on our personal twitter pages and instagram pages if you want um make sure you're listening to this wherever you listen to your podcast give us a nice five star rating and a nice little review that helps grow the pod uh, make sure you reach out to us on on twitter dms if you have any questions or just want insights or our opinions on stuff our guy ryan he, uh, shout he out keeps, Ryan! He, shout out Ryan! He keeps uh, DMing us, asking us questions and whatnot. Great, con- which great is, conversation! Uh, very, very knowledgeable. Yeah, we like having conversations, so feel free to reach out to us. My girlfriend wants me to read a message to the podcast, so everyone <laughs> here. She said, "Let's go Rangers!" So Steph, <laughs> everyone knows that you're a Rangers fan now. Um, <laughs> And where else? What else? What else? I was like, uh, I'm, I'm so always trying to convert. My girlfriend's family is Devils fans, but I, I've had her watch the playoffs with me, and I'm slowly trying to start to convert her to a New York Islanders fan. So <laughs> I will have to have her get a message in one day. It's a, it's a slow process. I need to get her to a game. That's, that's maybe the maybe she'll meet you halfway and just start rooting for the Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> that's what my best. That's what my best friend back home did. One of my best friends. We were like me and my one other best friend were Islanders fans. We had two good friends who were Rangers fans, and he like just decided to be like. A devil's fan. I was like, "What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Whack!" <laughs> so oh my god! Stupid. Man, I, I could hope- not. I could not actively like. I, I, I had the choice to actively root for a team in this area. Devils, Rangers, Islanders. The Devils would not. I would not sniff that team. Like, oh nope. my god! I'm so Gross. boring. No. Nope. So just oh, everything about them. It's just like doesn't. Terrible. I don't know. Just they. They just like. I'm just like so indifferent towards the Devils. It's just like. They just kind of exist. Terrible, terrible. But um, yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got too. Thank you again for listening. Uh, hope you enjoy this episode. Hope you enjoy the off the railsness. Sorry, there was not much going on. Don't blame us. Blame the teams. Um, hope yeah, your March enough. Madness brackets <laughs> are uh, are doing well. Um, happy St. Patrick's Day to everyone who celebrated. Uh, happy Palm Sunday to anyone who celebrates. Um, today is National Puppy Day, so. Hope anyone listening, you know, if you got a puppy, enjoy your puppy. <laughs> um, and uh, oh, I got shouted out by Bonobos today, so oh um, uh, yeah, influencer. I might, become, I might become a full-time influencer. So uh, sponsor, you never know. Sponsor of the pod. I Bonobos. did not at them either. I just they liked a tweet from five plus days ago. So um, you tell me what that means. But um, other than that. Thank you again for listening. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you leave a five-star review or rating and write a nice review. Um, That's all from me. That's all from Kevin. We will be back next week, hopefully with more exciting news. And by Tally Kravstov has played a game. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we will see. Until next time, goodbye. Peace.